This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Matt Vukovic. Matt's got this fascinating sort of entrepreneurial effort where he represents surgeons as a surgeon agent. And he's going to talk today about business and career advice for surgeons specifically. And, and, and Matt's a smart, driven person, a great advocate for surgeons. Matt, take a moment and introduce yourself. Well, Scott, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here and for the kind words. A little bit about me. I'm a partner at the Gilbert Group here in Beverly Hills. We specialize in life, business, and disability insurance. Main clientele is surrounded around high net worth individuals, A-list celebrities in TV, film, and music, pro athletes, and then most importantly, specialty surgeons. I'm also the founder of Exclusive Medical Advisors, which is a specialty surgeon advisory firm. Whereas we basically act as an agent to them. We help them discuss business opportunities, look at the job market, prepare for interviews, connect to healthcare attorneys, financial advisors, CPAs, and trust and state attorneys. Really a real platform to help them understand the business aspects of being a professional. And Matt, let's talk about some of those business aspects. You've worked with a lot of surgeons in your in your prior life, in this life, you you talked to a lot of surgeons. Talk for a moment about your sort of best career advice for surgeons? Well, I think since the market that I focus on is really the young graduating surgeons, I think they have to really understand the transition process from resident to attending. I know that it gets discussed a lot, whether it's at national conferences, through fellowship directors, or even residency directors, but I don't think the understanding it really goes far is understanding what happens when you make that transition, understanding that you spent the last 15 to 17 years as a student studying and now you're going into the professional world and understanding what does that take. I also think that they need to respect the current job market and the current timeline to seeing job offers right now. With COVID, it's really pushed back a lot of things. Whether the candidate wants to go to the academic route or the private route or even the health system route, we're going to be seeing a lag of offers being made this year. I can tell you that in last year's class of the 2020 fellows, a lot of offers either got pulled or got renegotiated due to the pandemic. And so I think we're going to be seeing that quite a bit again this year. And I think that for the young surgeon, they have to be able to digest that and understand the market so that they can prepare for what the outcome might be. Talk about career advice long-term. Obviously they've got to find a job now. The career market's a little bit of a mess for the time being long-term. Do they want to be in private practice? Do they want to be with hospital systems? Any sense of that? Or is that just a really, every individual's different? I think they are different, but I think the mentality is really the same. And I think one thing that the young surgeon really needs to understand is that, yes, that they've been through their chief year and through potentially a fellowship as well, but now they're really starting at the foundation ground floor again. And they need to understand that those first two to three years are so imperative to them becoming a good surgeon and having good results and really understanding the marketplace so that they can go on and build successful careers. I like to tell all my clients that those beginning years are really all about branding yourself. And branding only matters if you're becoming a very good surgeon. And I think that's something that not a lot of people understand. And given in the orthopedic market, I think it's close to 54% of first-year surgeons are out of their first job within the first two to three years. I think that needs to be discussed as well and fully understood, knowing that the first job may not be the most ideal job for you, but if you can make a good opportunity out of a good situation, you can potentially set you up for a lot of success. I also know that a lot of surgeons want to go in the private route, whether it's a two or three year partnership track and all that's great. But I really think it comes down to really putting your head down, 
putting the hours in, taking calls, doing whatever you can to learn as much as possible and ultimately make yourself the best surgeon you possibly can. Let's discuss that just a little bit more. How critical is it with all that noise out there, marketing, branding, investing in this, investing in that, that at the end of the day, the surgeon makes the effort to become magnificent at his or her craft, that they actually become a great surgeon in front of everything else. How important is that? I think it's very important. I mean, we can look at a baseball analogy as a former major league baseball agent. You know, a player, if they're in the first round draft pick, they might make it, you know, six years to get to the big leagues. And when you get to the big leagues, you have another three years to perform before you get to your first arbitration year. So that's now nine years out there. And if you think about that from a surgeon perspective, becoming a great surgeon is the most important thing, taking care of your patients, doing what's right by the patient. And I think all that comes into play. Now, sure, some people are very good marketers and people can get PR behind them and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, being a great surgeon will put you on a platform and will provide you opportunities that maybe others don't have. I think that really has to be the big focus. I know a lot of times people talk about private practice and the amount of money that they can make, and all that is great. I respect all areas that the candidate's thinking, but ultimately, those first couple of years will determine the remaining years after that and where you proceed from that. If you're an academic, is your goal to be a chair or is it to be a, a resident director or a fellowship director? You know, if you're going to go private, is it to focus on being a partner and how quickly do you want to do that? Is it being part of a big health system, having a little bit more security? So I think every individual will experience certain things, and it really comes down to what makes sense for that individual, that individual's family, and really ultimately where they see themselves. Well, fantastic. So at the end of the day, the most important career advice is first and foremost, make yourself a great surgeon. If you do that, with some of the other things will take care of themselves. They won't all be taking care of themselves. So talk to us about the next issue. Best business advice for a surgeon whether a young surgeon or a middle-aged surgeon, what's the best business advice for a surgeon? I think starting off with the chief residents and the fellows, I think protection. Uh, from an insurance standpoint, everyone knows that buying disability insurance for especially surgeons is extremely important, and there's a lot of discounts that they can get while they're in their residency or fellowship program. So it's important to understand the market, understand what, yourself, what you're getting into, and understand who it's coming from. There's a lot of people that can sell a lot of things. I think it's important that you surround yourself with individuals that are plugged into your community, that understand what the marketplace is like and understand what you're going through and understand what generations before you have gone through. On top of that, I think understanding what an elevator pitch is is something that I discuss a lot with young surgeons. And I kind of make the comparison between a mid-30s professional in the finance world or in the legal world if you ask them about the elevator pitch, about how they would view themselves, what their value is, most of the time they're gonna come back with a very strong answer. If you ask a young surgeon about their elevator pitch or five or six things that separate them from other candidates outside of what's on their CV, a lot of them just go blank. And I think that that's something that the young surgeon has to be aware of and understanding that you are now a professional, you're in a very elite field, and in doing so, you need to act in that manner. I also think understanding mistakes that others can avoid. You know, you would be amazed how many of the graduating class come out and they're reviewing their contracts or they're reviewing their first offer letters from whether it be a health system or an academic university or even a private practice. And they're going and talking to friends who are maybe criminal attorneys or trial attorneys 
or you know, real estate attorneys, and they're asking their friends because maybe they're going to do it for free to review their contract and let them know if it's good. Well, we all know that everything is specialized, especially healthcare. You have to understand physician employment models, understand how the contracts work, understand what's being able to be even negotiate with leverage within those contracts. And it amazes me that still to this day, I had two candidates in last year's 2020 class that used friends. And I couldn't understand the mindset behind that. And when I discussed it with them in full detail, they realized what a mistake that they made. And I think that that needs to be exposed because these candidates work so hard and so long and sacrifice the majority of their 20s and into their 30s to get to this point to where they finally finished their residency or their fellowship. They finally got their first job offer. It's going to change potentially their financial situation significantly. And they need to be utilizing people that specialize in healthcare, understand healthcare law, and understand how these contracts are made. I think that's something that is really important moving forward. And I also think aligning yourself with business-minded folks, whatever that might be to whoever that individual is, understanding what additional things they can get involved in, whether it's surgery centers, whether it's imaging centers, things like that, as the time goes on, they need to surround themselves with people that they can trust and people that do good business, and more importantly, people that truly understand the healthcare market. Matt, take a moment and talk about, you know, we've got about a minute left, your top three priorities this year. What are your top three priorities now? I think the most important thing is making sure that the surgeons understand the current job market and the current timeline, that there might be a delay there. I also think it's very important that the graduating class really gets comfortable doing Zoom meetings. I know a lot of people are on Zoom meetings where they're learning and hearing other people lecture, but very few candidates have had the ability to actually prepare themselves for an interview. What's behind them? What is their pitch tone like? What is their expressions like? There's things you have to do that might be not normal for you because you're not in front of someone that you need to work on. And I also think it's creating more awareness of that transition and how do you want to position yourself? Where do you see yourself in five to 10 years from now? Really getting an idea of how you value yourself and value your career path that makes the most sense for you and your family. Matt, I think magnificent advice and great thoughts. How do people reach Matt Vukovic? How do they reach you? You can reach me at my website. It's surgeonagent.com. I would also recommend checking out our podcast called Interview with the Surgeon. It's a really unique, first-of-a-kind podcast focusing on interviewing the leaders in healthcare, and that can be found at surgeonagent.com forward slash podcast. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Just a pleasure to visit with you and continued good luck on your career and great success. Thank you, Scott.